something that evolution did and we cannot do it. We were in a lab meeting about uh, three years ago or so. And uh, one of my former PhD students, actually I already mentioned his name, Jun Shintake, who is in Tokyo now, mm -hmm. assistant professor in Tokyo. We came out of the lab meeting and in the corridor he told me, Dario, we always say that we do bio-inspired robots, but we cannot eat our robots. Instead, biological systems can eat each other. And I thought, okay, this is a joke. <laughs> then I thought more carefully and said, what do you mean, what do you mean? Uh, and, and there was a deep meaning in, in what he meant, because um, to make something that is biodegradable and even can provide nutrition to another living system and therefore makes evolution <laughs> carry on, it's not trivial. So I looked at, uh, we looked with, uh, with June, we looked at, okay, what does, what edible stuff is made of? Fiber, carbohydrates, proteins. What are the, when you look at food, what are the design principles or the key performance indexes, to use this word, that says a food is a good food. So it provides nutrition, it, it, it's, uh, you can chew it, it can dissolve. But that's completely different than what a robot is designed for. A robot, we never look at the possibility that it can dissolve in water. Um, the shelf life of a robot is infinite or as long as possible. The shelf life of a food, no, it's not. And it's people you know, don't think of making it. You know. So make a long story short, it turns out there is a very interesting uh, challenge there, how we can bring these two worlds together and how can, you know, First of all, what that, why should we make edible robots? That's also an interesting thing. But just from the perspective of evolution, it turns out for evolution is a no-brainer. It makes machines made out of edible things that generate energy in the environment. We do not do that. And so uh, with June, uh, June actually produced the first uh, attempt to make an edible gripper, uh, which is super interesting. We made nice collaboration with the uh, Lausanne uh, uh, Hospitality School uh, here in uh, Switzerland. Um, and working with uh, researchers there, uh, we figured out a way of manufacturing these grippers so that they, they have the same capabilities of soft grippers that you can buy in the market. But at the end of the day, you can completely eat them. You can drop them in the food. It's no problem, you can eat them. And, and out of that, then we investigated different research avenues and we said, okay, that's a big problem. We cannot tackle alone. So we set up a European project, which has uh, funded now, has been funded, we started the month, two weeks ago. It's called the RoboFood. I encourage you to take a look, it's robofood.org, uh, where we have uh, experts in food manufacturing from Bavarian universities, experts in edible electronics from the Italian Institute of Technology, and experts in uh, soft robots like Jonathan Rossiter in Bristol and myself here in Lausanne. And we are now setting out a plan uh, to make these edible robots. The first thing we will do is, as I mentioned earlier, we need to have components that we can use and can connect together that are edible. We can make robots out of them. So what we're looking at now is defining a first library and a method for designing a library of edible components that, that we can use to make, to make these robots. 